Hey guys, welcome to With That Being Said. I am Yolanda Ndoyake and I'm your host. This is, I think, episode 5. I'm not sure. Can't keep count anymore because I pre-record and it's just interesting. And today we are talking about freedom, biblical freedom. So before I start uh, with freedom, I just want to say thank you. This week was the week that I announced um, the production of the podcast and the week I also released um, Why Jesus. And the responses I've gotten as a result of that and the love and just the warmth. I, I just want to say thank you to you guys and I just want to... I don't know how to <laughs> I don't know how to put it into words. I I want you to know that I appreciate it so much and I feel so honored for you to let me in into your journey. You know, because some of you guys um DM me and was telling me about how you related to the story or just the entire podcast or episode and how you would, I just appreciate your interaction. It's literally my my heart. I I thank you. That's that's the bottom line. I'm really grateful, and I would love for you to continue to interact because, like I said, it's it's I'm I, I'm hoping that I'm not talking to myself, and I want to have the conversation with you. I want to learn from you as well, and um, I don't know everything, and I I just want to be able to learn from you and for us to just be enveloped in God's love and in God's conversations and the truth and all of those kinds of things and I'm really grateful this will be like a few weeks after so I'm I'm still grateful anyway so let's get into it I have always loved writing um, I mentioned in the in the first um, in the introduction that I I write. I can't really bring myself to say I'm a writer. <laughs> I write, and so one of the things that I wanted to do in high school was to be featured on the school magazine. Except for the fact that our school didn't have a school magazine. Um, so, so a group of us worked to try to get that started. And we worked on articles and I decided to write an article about religion. This is because I had recently gotten serious about my work with God and I decided to go around interviewing students, asking them what they think of God, if they think God exists and if he does, why or why not are you in a relationship with him, all those kinds of questions. And the most common answer other than I don't know was that religion does not offer freedom this on surface level is obvious why freedom depending on who you ask and in my case I had asked high school students and pertaining to religion not political or other things that make my blood boil and uh, I, I asked high school students and 
they had said that freedom is being able to do whatever it is that you want to do and it had become clear to them that you can't do everything you want to do when you've decided to follow God and it was agreed on by the general public even those not in high school that that is how it is and that's just that this blows my mind because even in social parameters this isn't true If I do whatever I want, I'm bound to do something that somebody else doesn't agree with. And that person's disagreement can then be identified as a hindrance to my freedom. I'm also inevitably going to hurt people because I should be free to do anything I want to do, including and not limited to intentionally or unintentionally hurting another person. A lazy example could be that I'm walking down the street and I'm doing so because I can and then I start singing like really really loud because I can and anyone telling me that I'm too loud they're oppressive Uh, this is the same for things like killing or stealing or whatever so even though you're not bound to a religion you still can't do whatever you want because all freedom has parameters Uh, because without parameters you you aren't necessarily free, you're just inconsiderate in, the, in this example. Um, but also without parameters, we're headed straight for destruction. And this is what religion likes to preach, because this is what I hear all the time, that if you are, if there are no rules or if there are no parameters, then we're headed towards destruction and self-destruction and so on and so forth. That was the message that I had been you know growing up hearing or just be being surrounded by and besides all of the complicated conversations about the origin of a moral compass and what's right or wrong and who can decide that and why besides the whirlwind of human perceived righteousness it's clear that we aren't looking for freedom to do whatever because we aren't really interested in doing whatever There are specific things we want to participate in without consequences and the Bible and most religions command us not to engage in, which is frustrating and also why we have these kinds of conversations. I don't know about you guys, me, when I think about freedom, the imagery that comes to my mind is me floating. So let's talk gravity. Everyone knows and understands the simplified idea that gravity is a force that brings us down so that we don't float around and bump into each other in the air. In physics, they say it's a force that acts down on objects, objects being everything from a shoelace to a body of water, rivers, anything. And when I think about gravity too much, I like spiral because gravity influences everything literally everything from the tilt of the earth allowing us to experience seasons to our immune systems fighting off the common cold so contrary to what we would like to believe weightlessness is the most dangerous thing to want for ourselves and for the whole universe don't take my word for it I study biochemistry and microbiology and I barely remember the Newton's laws, but you should read up about it and find out if your heart valves will operate the same or if matter would exist at all. Please note that this theory is based off of the idea of that if gravity would just disappear as it was already existing, 
Not many people have been able to imagine the formation of the universe without gravity, not anyone I've heard of anyway. All of this is interesting because you would think of gravity as this force hindering you from experiencing the freedom of flirting, or you could think of it as the thing that contributes to the normal life as you know, and of course, basic existence. Both is true to some extent, but what I'm challenging is the understanding that weightlessness is freedom because are you free really? Can you confirm that being weightless is being free? Is that true freedom? You already know where I was going this. Yes, I think the things God commands us to do or not to do contribute to life as we should know it and basic existence. I don't think God is sitting up there jealous of all the fun we're having here and then decided to conjure up some fake rules. I am certain of God's love and I know that it's vast and unconditional and accepting these commands would be like accepting his love. I remember a while ago when I was trying to figure out my walk with God and I wanted to know how to love him. I was filled with questions. Like, how do you love such a big, big entity? Because I was feeling his love and I was seeing it around me and he was doing some really big things and some really small but intentional and particular things that were just blowing my mind and I felt loved and I wanted to show him that I love you too, God, you know, and I was like, how do I even love you? How do, how do you, how do you love God? And the answer, uh, um, was in John chapter 14 verse 15 where Jesus says if you love me you will keep my commandments and other uh, versions or translations say um, if you keep my father's commandments something along those lines and so if keeping the commandments is an act of love could God giving the commandments to us be an act of love as well now the bible has a lot to say about freedom Galatians 5.13 says we were called to freedom, but it also warns us not to use that freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love to serve one another. There are so many scriptures on freedom. I could go on and on and on. And it makes sense that freedom is a big deal because after Adam and Eve came the fall of sin onto earth and as a result, death. The coming of Jesus is God giving us a really grand opportunity to be free from sin and its fruits, that being death. And because of Jesus, we are able to experience freedom. Him dying on the cross, taking our place, resulted in freedom. I always got confused, I'm not going to lie, by this. Because what do you even mean? What does anything I have done have to do with dying and sin when I'm clearly having the time of my life? And I'm, I feel like I'm getting down, you know, I, it's none of my business. Like, what is, where do I enter kind of situation, especially when it would get preached to me with like judgment and like, you're going to die. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, what do you mean, sir? I, I, I didn't understand this until I learned that we are spiritual beings, whether we like it or not. We are spiritual beings through and through and we exist in the spiritual realm whether we see it or not and in the spiritual realm exists good and bad 
and if you're not interacting with the good you are interacting with the yep you guessed it and one results in life and the other results in death in first peter 5 verse 8 it says in the good news translation to be alert and to be on watch your enemy the devil roams around like a lion looking for someone to devour we obviously can't see the devil and demons and whatever else exists there but they are there and so if the devil is ready to pounce on me when i'm not paying attention and when i can't see him that means that at every point in my life given the opportunity to be with god and i don't take it the devil can and will take advantage of that however jesus is the answer to this issue but that came through him obeying his father galatians 1 verse 4 says in order to set us free from this present evil age christ gave himself for our sins in obedience to the will of our god and father we can see from jesus that obedience results in freedom and life i want to have an, an entire episode on obedience because freedom and obedience are not mutually exclusive and this conversation is a lot more deep than i could ever cover it's a conversation that you gradually learn by the by by the holy spirit's conviction and by reading the bible and by looking for the truth you know and i'm not saying any of this to condemn anyone or showcase a sense of perfection if there's anyone i'm subbing it's myself but I just want us to have this conversation for what it is. I struggle, like everybody, with some of the things the Bible recognizes as sin, or I should say what God has said is sin. I had the wrong idea what sin is, basically, and I had like a mental list of what sin looks like and discounting certain things that didn't seem like a big deal. And I, I don't understand sometimes, and there's always some really hurtful and deep questions that I have about some sins and, and whatever, but I, I I don't know everything, like I said before, and I rest in that. I rest in knowing that the one who knows is going to guide me and is going to let me know, you know, and which is why you should always run to God. Don't hide. Um, if there's one thing that's an sort of coerces us to do is to run away and hide from God it's the first response we have is to turn away from God but that's not what should be happening when you when you run away from him it's it's sort of counterproductive because he has already seen you do it he knows that it happened and so now you're doing yourself a disservice and I would strongly recommend turning to Jesus and saying this is what I've done and I would like for you to help me turn away from it or say I'm not clear on this part of the Bible could you please tell me what I'm supposed to learn from this show me what I'm supposed to see you know sometimes I read the Bible and I'm like and I'm hurt like I'm genuinely <laughs> in my heart I'm hurt and I don't want to let that kind of hurt push me away from God because that's not what God intends for me. God doesn't intend for me to get hurt 
or for me to be upset but the truth should be out and so remember that God really loves you he loves you a lot a lot more than we could ever comprehend and the best thing you can do is to bring whatever it is to God let him show you what real freedom is and personally I would rather have God tell me what freedom is him personally tell me what freedom is for me to have a conversation with him an intimate one and one that's gonna happen with love you know because we, when we ha- when we have these kinds of questions we think that we're gonna have this one great big answer come you know with wings I don't know from where and land on our our, our, our arms you know and it but it's not gonna happen like that it's gonna happen gradually and you're gonna have to have a constant conversation with God and a conversation with people around you with this particular thing whatever it is and I would rather have God tell me what freedom is than have society tell me what freedom is because society changes its mind a lot what freedom was a hundred years ago is not it's not what freedom is right now and so I know that what when God created freedom or allowed freedom to exist in my midst it has always been like that and so I can trust in him to stay and God is the only constant in the world so I would trust in what God says freedom and I would take up whatever questions I have on freedom to him because he will always answer that kind of question there's no question too big there's no question too small God wants you to know him and he would love to have a relationship with you and he more than anything wants you to experience real love and the love that in it exists no fear exists no 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 lies but freedom and and knowledge in the the fact that he loves you i'm rambling (laughs) i apologize but the point is remember god's love and mercy and grace and everything and be sure to turn to him whenever the situation seems like it's it's not what it should be you know and whenever you're confused and all of that i hope that you found this helpful and i hope that we can continue having these kinds of conversations and be real about them and be honest and most importantly show love in the conversations i i don't believe that you can love a person and not show them the truth i don't know if that makes sense anyway so remember god's love and mercy and and grace and everything and when having conversations just remember to to show people that you love them and i love you guys i appreciate you listening and getting to the end of this episode and i hope you can share it i hope you can share it and leave reviews or um yeah interact with me whatever way you find possible and i'll see you guys in the next episode bye